is Bumper to Bumper, the car show. Drive in anxious and cruise out confident with the best automotive info for your vehicle. And now your host, Matt Allen. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy, here with you every single Saturday at 11 o'clock to help you navigate the ownership of your car, and whether it's buying a car, selling a car, mainly we're talking about fixing your car and then proper maintenance and repair of your vehicle, all kinds of questions that uh, that people have every single day, not only just on Saturdays, but we're here to help you navigate that, whether it's the, the debate maybe with your dad that's old school about changing your oil and the new modern cars don't really need oil changes that often, or is that really the case? You know, or, or did you perhaps go into a service or get a recall done and then you got the, the proverbial, got the list. You need all this stuff. Um, so we'll help you navigate that. Maybe you've been in an accident, need a body shop or, or, have a question on how to handle a certain thing with your car or, or have a conversation. You know, we're all about developing the relationship with your shop. We don't like to have auto repair orphans as we, as we refer to them sometimes. People that just go from shop to shop to shop and, you don't really end up with the best service and the best care for your car that way. It's again, it's it's always about the relationship. So we're here to help you do that. Take away from some anxiety from the repair process. Nobody enjoys having a broken down car, but when you do, we want to have you have the confidence of the of the questions to ask or how to relay the information about your car, what's happening to the repair shop, so you end up with the ultimate. Uh, best case service and, and repairs and experience for everybody, not just for the shop, but for the for you, the consumer. So we can help you with that. 602-277-5827. It's 602-277-KTAR. And if you like to text, you can do that at 411-923. And I want to take just a brief moment and just do a reintroduction of myself. Who is this Matt Allen guy on the radio that we hear on Saturdays? Maybe we've got some new listeners, some of our, uh, quote, snowbirds that come into town or, or winter visitors or maybe people listening on the podcast from around the country or wherever you may be. So I'm Matt Allen. I grew up in Phoenix. I uh, grew up right here at 32nd Street in Shea, by the, close to uh, right where we're standing here by the, with the, in the studios. Went to Mercury Mine Middle School. Went to Shea, or Mercury Elementary, Shea Middle School, and Shadow Mountain High School. Um and all I've ever done my entire life, my only job, besides maybe washing dishes for a short period of time at Red Lobster or La Fonda Grande, uh, is work on cars. I started off, I think, at uh, the age of 14, a guy in our neighborhood. Uh, you know, the, uh, the, the kids back then, you know, when we were kids, and then my sister's like four years older than me. So all of her friends in the neighborhood, all the guys, you know, they had their... Camaros or their Chevelles and stuff. So I was always over there on my bike. I wanted to be around the, I was the motorhead kid in the neighborhood. And, and, um, and, and so I started off with a bucket of tools and, and over in a guy's backyard over off of uh, Mountain View over there behind Mercury Mine where he restored old Porsches and 280Zs and MGs. And I just started by taking cars apart. And after you took them apart, then you kind of put them back together sometimes. So they would salvage them and build cars. So I got my start there. And then we moved. My dad uh, worked in D.C., uh, government employee. So we went northern Virginia. And uh, there, then I got hooked in with one of the premier Porsche uh, repair shops in the Washington, D.C. area, high-end place, and uh, learned a lot there. And, and so I've always been leaning towards uh, the, the import market. And, and then I worked at various places, and then I moved back to Phoenix. I didn't have ties to D.C. You know, my parents were getting transferred to Alaska. And so I'm like, I'm not staying in D.C. I'm going back home, baby. I'm going, going back to Phoenix. I moved back here in 1990 when I was 20 years old. Uh, was a certified master technician at the time. Worked for a couple of various shops around town. And then uh, before opening my shop, I did a, a stint with uh, Porsche Motorsport. I was a mechanic and a crew member on a racing team. Traveled all around and uh, around the country. Uh, the professional team, one of the, one of the highest in private racing teams back in the 90s in, in the IMSA and SCCA series. So he did that. And then... 
that ended in 94. And, I, and so I went to work at the Porsche dealership, and suddenly that ended because it was uh, bought out by Penske and consolidated and closed down. So, so I was an unemployed auto mechanic who had worked for some people and knew I learned a lot of the wrong things not to do. I learned a lot of the right things to do and how then I, other things that I could do better. So I decided I'm going to open my shop. And so 27 years ago or 28 years ago, January 1st of 1995, was born Virginia Auto Service. Ironically, nothing to do with the fact that I had just moved back from Virginia recently. So um, I'm an ASE certified master technician. I think they might have expired. I need to take the test, but uh, but I still will, will claim that uh, you know and I've served on boards, the Better Business Bureau. I was been on the uh, Ford Lemon Law Arbitration uh, boards. I was the the Southwest Region um, um, liaison or representative for the Bosch Service Council when there was a Bosch Service Center. Um, you know, Bosch, as we know, is a huge auto parts supplier and manufacturer. I don't think there's a car in the world manufactured that does not have a Bosch part on it. So, um, so, and, and then here we are here. I am on Saturday. He's been here doing this show for 12 years now. This is a volunteer spot. This is not fattening my pockets up. I come in here, volunteer my time because I have passion about this business and the, the industry as a whole. I want to help the industry and the, and, and I, and I want to help the mom and pop shops like you're going to find at bumper to bumper radio.com have a good business. I want to help consumers have a good experience when they go to those repair shops. And, and you'll hear me. I don't say too many bad things, but I, I, I think there's um, – I think you're going to get – I don't think, I know, you get better service at an independently owned auto repair shop. Certainly there's room for dealerships and, and there's room for the multi-stores. You know, there's some local people that got 10 or 12 or – Five shops, but then you got the other ones that are the big hedge funds, and you may not know it, but uh, there's three or four or five popular names in town here, but they're not owned locally. They're all owned by the same hedge fund, and, and I don't think that's where you get good service. They um, they do all the easy work, and we call it the gravy. You know what I mean? They don't fix anything hard. They're not doing the complicated diagnosis or the repairs or, or things like that. And, and, I, and I believe you really belong in a shop that can take care of everything on your car if, if that works for you. But everybody's got a place. You know, that's why there's different grocery stores and there's different churches and there's different everything. So, so you'll have to find your home and, and, uh, and your place to be. But that, that's what I just wanted to get out to everybody. What we're here to do, we're just here to help you navigate your car, answer questions, whatever it is. And it doesn't matter what the topic that I have for the day is. It matters what you, the listener, wants to talk about on your car. So whatever the topic, the topic is yours. And all you've got to do is call. Don't be shy. Nobody can see you. Just like me. It's a face for radio. <laughs> so 602-277-5827. It's 602 602- 277-KTAR. And if you like to text, you can do that at 411-923. I see we got a couple calls from Heath, Roger, and plenty of open lines. So give us a call and we'll help you out. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Hi, Kurt Rock here for Kurt's Auto Repair. Times and technology has changed, but at Kurt's, we're still the same family-owned and operated business that has enabled us to earn a perfect Better Business Bureau record for over 30 years. Our master technicians are experts in everything automotive, foreign and domestic, gas and diesel. Come experience quality and service that time has not changed. Check us out online at mycarhurts.com. If your car hurts, take it to Kurtz. Are you tired of wasting time and money on a subpar car wash? The interior isn't clean and there are water spots all over your ride? Hi, I'm Marcus, owner of Pit Stop Auto Detailing in Scottsdale. And I'm Scott, owner of Showcase Mobile Detailing in Gilbert. Two great shops designed to come to you with a five-star rated wash and detail, including reverse osmosis water to make your ride shine like new. Yep, that's right. No more wasting time or money for a bad car wash. Check us out at pitstopdetailing.com or showcasemobiledetailing.com today. Hi, this is Kelly. 
After my husband and I moved to Arizona, we were looking for an honest, trustworthy repair shop. We happened to meet Spencer Dusay, owner of h Automotive, and we were quickly impressed with him personally as well as how he ran his business. Spencer has trained his highly skilled staff to focus on giving their customers friendly and honest service as their top priority. We always know in advance what the repair is and why with a fully supported digital diagnostic estimate. They're transparent, they communicate, and they stand behind their work. As a woman, I feel respected. I'm not a mechanic, and I always feel confident with their communications and their work. 13 years later, and we've never been disappointed. After all this time, we're still being greeted by the same friendly employees, which speaks highly of the type of business Spencer has built. Check out all of their five-star reviews for yourself online. H stands for honesty, and I stands for integrity. You feel it every time you visit them. Again, we're here to help you with your car. We've got some open lines. Any questions you have about taking care of your car, your maintenance, your repairs, your wreck, maybe you're selling, whatever it is, 602-277-5827. And if you like to text, I'll get logged in and take a look at those, 411-923. I'll give a little shout-out real quick to one of my favorite charities that we work with at the shop, which is Saving Amy. You can find them on Facebook or savingamy.org if you if you look them up. Uh, great organization that helps is helping people transition out of homelessness and, and, and stop that cycle and help the family tree grow better and also uh, another cherry that's working with them today we're actually doing an event at the shop today with a boys team charity and that's a group of uh, young men young boys seventh grade through their senior year in high school that volunteer in the community and, and they work closely with the same name and, and tutor some of these children and help them take them to events and baseball games and things that they would never have a chance to do and, and Saving Amy's got their big event coming up uh, November 4th so um, if you're looking for a charity to donate to, Boys Team Charity, I don't know if they accept donations or not, probably do. But Saving Amy is certainly a great one to uh, to um, to find and reach out and learn a little bit about. And, and again, it's about community. And that's why I always say, we're not just your mechanic. I mean, I develop these relationships with customers. And, and I don't want to tear up talking about it because I will. I get emotional sometimes. But some of my customers are dying. I've been in business 30 years almost, and, and we build friendships. I mean, I'm the executor of the estate of two of my customers. I'm like, what? how does that happen? But it's the relationships that we build. We, the owners of these shops that are on the bumper-to-bumper list, you're going to find that they're going to be at the grocery store. They're going to be at church. They're going to be at the festival downtown or, or, or whatever, your kid's sporting event. So that's who we want to be doing business with if you can. So check that out, 602-277-5827. Roger's going to be second after Heath. That was just a tease there, Roger. Heath, 2019 Dodge Caravan. How can we help you out today? Uh, I'm going to commiserate here. I got, <laughs> two, I got two Dodge Grand Caravans that have needed uh, rebuilt or new transmissions at very low miles. Okay. The first one was about 100,000. This one now is 61,000, which is 1,000 out of the warranty. Mike, I have, I've got two questions for you. First off, is this, a, is this a pretty common issue for Dodge Grand Caravans? And second, with such low mileage on this 61,000, does it work in my favor to replace the transmission because the car is paid off? Oh, d- no doubt about that, I think. I mean, I'm always, okay. I always say the cheapest used car to buy is the one you already own. So, yeah. um, you know, I'll just make up a number, $5,000. If it requires $5,000 to replace or overhaul or rebuild that transmission in your caravan, um, you know, you take that over 10 months, it's 500 bucks a month if my math is right. Um, that's what a car payment is. So your car's paid off in 10 months again. Um, but I say that with an asterisk. 
as long as the rest of the car is in good shape. You know, so you want to make sure whenever you're making a big purchase, whether your car's got 60000 on it, um, which is very premature for a transmission failure, or whether it's got 160,000 miles on it, before you make that big investment, you want to be asking the shop, what else is wrong with the car? You know, we don't want to put a transmission in it if the rear differential's falling out and the motor mounts are shot or whatever it is. You want to have a... a, a a bigger picture of the more of a holistic approach to the total car after you've focused in on the transmission. But the caravans are not something that I'm aware of that um, that have high transmission failure rates. That's odd to me. But one thing that's striking is there's always this debate about the fluid levels and, and the fluids in the transmission. They last a hundred thousand miles or they're or they're they're a forever service, a lifetime lifetime fluid. And um you know the the transmission fluid is the blood of the transmission. And I suspect you have a, you're having a failure at sixty one thousand miles. I bet Dodge doesn't even recall for having that transmission serviced prior to 61,000 miles. So um, so there's a this huge debate in the industry. Do we follow the owner's manual? What what do we do? Um, so, so to answer the question, no, I don't think there's a common thread of failures on that transmission. Um, it is definitely premature. I would reach out to Dodge personally, 1,000 miles out of warranty. I would think... Depending on your service history of the vehicle and your purchase of Dodge products, they might find some customer satisfaction room in there, only being a thousand miles out of, out of warranty. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely going to try that. I got their number and spoke to them last week. Yeah. Um, what would you recommend then? You said it was kind of a debate about servicing those transmissions. What would your recommendation be? Well, if you are driving around town, a lot of stop-and-go traffic, a lot of driving uh, in town as opposed to the freeway is harder on transmission. Every time that transmission shifts, it creates heat in the transmission. Um, mm-hmm. So, And that's what ruins the fluid. So if you're a lot of in-town driving, towing, but you know what? Take a Dodge Caravan, load it up with five kids and some soccer gear, some hockey gear, something. That's almost like towing. It's a heavy load. So, so rule of kind of typical rule of thumb, I say cut it in half. You know, it used to be 30,000 miles was a transmission service interval and then 50. And then suddenly GM came out with this 100,000 mile thing in the, you know, in the 90s. And so did BMW, this lifetime fluid. Well, it's odd. The BMW ZF or ZF who makes the transmissions now, uh, you know, they say, whoa, whoa, that's not true. On their own website, it says to service it at 50,000 miles. But however, BMW says you never have to. So even there's there's contradiction between the, the two manufacturers, um, you know, of the car and the transmission that they use. But, but um, you know, if they're saying 100,000, I say 50. If they say 60... Okay. I might even still just say 50. And then it depends on the conditions you're using and, and how you're towing and and what you're doing. But then you also have to remember a modern transmission is controlled by a computer. So there's a transmission problem and there's a transmission controller. So you have to, is it, is it, you know, when they say it just needs a transmission, sometimes the transmission, the computer, the TCM or the transmission control module is actually inside the transmission. So it's not only the transmission failing, is is it doing what it's supposed to do? Is it capable of doing what it's supposed to do? Is it being told to do the right things from the computer? So that's where, you know, some diagnosis or some testing needs to happen to make sure that, that you're that you're really on to something. So so Heath, I would say that um that um, you stick with, um, you know, reach out to Dodge and see if you can get some customer assistance. I think the key word is you say it makes me lose confidence in the brand, and they pucker up a little bit when they when they when they hear that. But otherwise, everybody else, <clears throat> take a look at your owner's manual. Seriously, look at how you're using the vehicle. Talk to your repair shop about it and get their advice, and then uh, 
you know, think about it. You can ask a couple people, and you'll probably get a couple different answers that are both right. So that's how auto repair is sometimes. So, Heath, thanks for the call. Roger's up next. Roger, how can we help you with your uh, Audi A6? Yes, it's a 2004 with 105,000 miles, had the check engine light. So my local repair shop recommended that um, I get it tested and fail. Then I can get approved for the v- VSRP program or the VRP program VVR. for the $900. Uh-huh. What was it again? Yeah, it's a VVR. There's a state program for that. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Yes. So I got approved. Okay, cool. So I went back to the shop. They did a smoke test because it was a EVAP uh, small leak detected mm-hmm. that the code was for. They recommended the um, leak detection pump mm-hmm. and also the um, charcoal canister. Okay. Um, the only problem is they couldn't find a new charcoal canister aftermarket. Obviously, Audi's discontinued it, but the aftermarket has even discontinued it. So they only could get a used one, and they wouldn't guarantee the uh, the repair uh, or the parts. So I decided to just – I found my own part online, the uh, EVAP uh, – I'm sorry, the leak detection pump along with the filter. And uh, I also changed out the uh, purge valve. Mm-hmm. Did that myself. And then I took it to another shop that I use, and they, they will use car- parts that you bring in. So they put in the new – EVAP, I uh, found that new, mm-hmm. and it was an OEM part. Okay. And they also swapped out the uh, charcoal canister, and I found a used one. Sure. Um, and apparently they, they said that, that it was good. It wasn't an emission problem on a charcoal canister, so it should be okay. So I did I did the charcoal canister first, and that didn't clear the code. And then secondly, I went in and did, did the uh, EVAP uh, pump second, and now my... my uh, that did not clear the code either. So I have not used my VSRP credit. Okay. So I just need a referral to a shop, another shop to do that that can use that uh, credit. Because the second shop I took it to doesn't, okay. they don't have the VSRP program, but sure. they're a good shop. Roger. Okay. Hey, I'm going to so, I'm gonna put you on hold for a second here. We're up against a hard break. I'm going to chat with you off air during the break and give you some advice on that, on your, on your Audi. So, we, yeah, and like I say, we do have to take a quick break. Got to pay the bill, 602-277-5827, and you can text at 411-923. Hi, this is Champ with Champ's Family Automotive. We are a family-owned and operated full-service center for your automotive and diesel needs. Have you been searching for a trustworthy automotive and diesel repair shop? Well, come see us in Goodyear or Surprise. Import, domestic, or diesel. Yes, we take care of it all with state-of-the-art technology and technicians. Bumper-to-bumper radio approved. Check us out at champsfamilyautomotive.com. And yes, that's champsfamilyautomotive.com. Customers say we are the best auto repair shop in town. We appreciate the high praise, but that's just the way we do business. Hi, this is Mac for Max Complete Auto Repair in Chandler. Family owned and operated, 100% customer satisfaction is our goal. We're not just fixing cars, we're building trust. Our team of AC certified techs are backed with high quality parts and a 3 years or 50,000 mile warranty. We fix it right the first time. Check us out online at macsautorepairs.com. Did you buy a lemon? If you've had repairs under warranty, your vehicle may qualify as a lemon under the Arizona Lemon Law. Don't let them give you the runaround. You're not on your own. The law is on your side, and so am I. Hi, this is Henry with Hammer Law, Arizona's lemon law firm. Enforce your rights under the Arizona Lemon Law. Call Henry and drop the hammer. Call 480-480-1014 or check us out at HammerLemonLaw.com. That's HammerLemonLaw.com. Trust is so important, especially in times like these. At Virginia Auto Service, we've been the place you can trust for over 25 years. Hi, I'm Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy and owner of Virginia Auto Service. Rest assured, we've implemented all the necessary steps to keep you safe and sanitized. As we begin to move around a little more, take some stress out of your life by trusting your vehicle to Virginia Auto Service. We are in the heart of downtown Phoenix, 7th Street, just south of Thomas. Check us out on the web, virginiaautoservice.com. Breaking news is always first. Always first. On 
Arizona's news station, KTAR News. Now, KTAR News time is 1130. I'm Troy Barrett. Arizona votes. The Arizona Court of Appeals has ruled that the Cochise County Board of Supervisor and the county recorder there were in violation of state law when they ordered a hand count of early ballots in the 2022 midterms. KTAR legal analyst Barry Markson explains that the ruling should reinforce all of Arizona's counties that they cannot do a hand count instead of using tabulators in 2024. The 2023 Phoenix Pride Festival starts today at noon at Steel Indian School Park in Uptown Phoenix. More than 50,000 festival goers are expected throughout the weekend. They're going to celebrate the greater Phoenix LGBTQ and allied community. There will be lots of uh, fun, family-friendly activities, plus seven stages of live entertainment and local food vendors. You can get details and buy tickets at phoenixpride.org. Let's check traffic now, live from the Valley Chevy Dealers Traffic Center. Here's Tom Keeble. Thank you, Troy. We have a new incident in South Phoenix. This one is the eastbound Loop 202 South Mountain Freeway at 40th Street. The two right lanes are blocked for a car fire. This car is scorched like a fireside marshmallow. Uh, the fire is out, but that car doesn't look like it's moving anywhere soon. So again, stay to the left to get past that one. Also, we're seeing some drive times toward downtown Phoenix start to increase as we get ready for this Diamondbacks game in the uh, National League playoffs. Westbound Interstate 10 from Chandler to the split interchange is up three minutes right now from nine minutes to 12 minutes. Give yourself some extra time for traffic. Tom Keeble, KTAR News. Sunny today with a high of 101. The forecast, 97 tomorrow. We should get a slight chance for some showers Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of next week. High right now is 91, or the current temperature is 91 in Gilbert. Weather's brought to you by Howard Air. I'm Troy Barrett on Arizona's news station, KTAR News. This month's KTAR Community Impact Spotlight focuses on the estate planning law firm of Morris Hall and its support of Make-A-Wish Arizona. The firm of Morris Hall has seen firsthand the life-changing work Make-A-Wish Arizona has done for kids with critical illnesses and are proud to help their clients to share their charitable giving with them. The entire team at Morris Hall believe in the power of a wish. If you'd like to learn more about ways you can help, please visit morristrust.com slash make-a-wish. KTAR News is proud to shine the Community Impact Spotlight on Morris Hall and their ongoing support of Make-A-Wish Arizona. Hello, this is Glenn Hayward, owner and founder of Goodworks Auto Repair in sunny Tempe, family owned and operated since 2004. Have you ever gone to a repair shop and felt confused, like they were pushing a bunch of repairs on you that you don't understand? At Goodworks, we perform a digital inspection, which provides photos and easy-to-understand information so you can make an informed decision. How easy? We categorize the findings into three categories. Green for what is good, yellow for services that need to be done soon so that you can budget for them in the future, and orange for services we recommend you do immediately to avoid severe problems or safety issues that could leave you stranded. And our work is covered with a five-year, 60,000-mile warranty, one of the best warranties in the state. Visit us at goodworksautorepair.com. That's goodworksautorepair.com to make your appointment and experience what it means when we say, we advise, but you decide. I own a rare 1936 Rolls-Royce Phantom 3 that's been in my family for years. Needless to say, it's precious to me. When I decided to get it professionally detailed, I checked out all the reviews and gave Scott Drummond at Showcase Mobile Detailing a call. Their mobile service is super convenient. They're always on time and bring their own sterilized water for interior and exterior detailing. They even do engine cleaning. I'm Jeff, and I now use Showcase for all my family's vehicles. Check them out at ShowcaseMobileDetailing.com. Hey, guys. Champ here with Champ's Family Automotive. Been serving the Valley for over 15 years, treating customers like family. Integrity, fair pricing, and trust. That's what you should have in your automotive repair facility. We understand that if you treat customers like family, they continue to return to you. Whether you have a domestic, import, or diesel, we have state-of-the-art technology, technicians, and tools to take care of your needs. Award-winning facilities in Goodyear and Surprise. Check us out at ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. That's ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. It's your car's favorite show, Bumper to Bumper. Welcome. 
Welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm Matt Allen, your host, here with you every single Saturday at 11. And just a reminder, when I'm not here, Bumper to Bumper Radio.com is always there. <laughs> and, uh, Great place to find some resources. You can go there and listen to old shows uh, that are saved. You know, you can search them by topic. You can go back and listen to the beginning of today's show if you missed it. Hear a little bit about what was going on earlier. Uh, anything, and you can find repair shops. Obviously, there's some good shops there, some in your neighborhood. If you've got a question, give them a call during the week, and they'd be happy to help you. One of those shops that I'm proud to call my friend and then really glad her on our referral list is Shadow Mountain Auto Care. Nothing to do with the fact that I went to Shadow Mountain High School, and which, by the way, we're having a 35th uh, class reunion tonight, a little mid-year in between the big years. I thought I'd just throw that in there. But Shadow Mountain Auto Care, Kurt and Cindy Morgan run a great shop right there, 32nd Street and Shea, right in my old stomping grounds. And Kurt is one hell of a guy. The guy is honest as the day is long, and I've never seen anybody with so much integrity. Great work, whether you're in Moon Valley area, North Scottsdale, that Paradise Valley Mall area. It's worth taking a trip over and seeing them just a little bit north of the McDonald's, right by Yasha from Russia. The uh, the shop there, you'll find the Shadow Mountain Auto Care and tell them we sent you. And they, they do a fantastic job uh, taking care of cars and most importantly, taking care of people and building relationships. And I think that's what it's all about. You got to find your dentist. You got to find your doctor. You need to find your mechanic that you can always go to. So 602-277-5827 is 602-277-KTAR. I almost gave out the shop phone number, but uh, let's see here. We're going to go with, uh, we've got Charlie on hold, Mike and Surprise, and one more coming in. So we're going with Mike and Surprise, 2005 Mustang with a V6. Mike, you can turn the radio down the background, and we got you. What's going on? Okay, thank you. You're welcome. So, uh, I'm fairly new in town. I live in Surprise, and I have a that Mustang. And I took it to a mechanic, and I believe it's, uh, he messed up. He replaced that computer underneath a dash. And, uh, of course, with the codes, I've replaced about everything I could, except for new spark plugs and, uh, and wires. And also, I'm smelling a little bit of gas. That could be the fuel injections, I'm not sure, but it backfires. And it uh, runs rough, then it runs good, then rough again, then the red light comes back on. Oh, and I smell a burning sensation, too, in the uh, cabin of the car. Something's burning. That's not good. We don't want to let any smoke out of the wires or anything like that. But so what's before you started replacing parts and before they put a computer and all the other stuff, what's the symptom that was happening? What what prompted you? Well, they said that the, the fuel was rich. No, no, uh, no, no. That's not what happened. The dash didn't say the fuel was rich. What did you feel? Was the car running poorly? Did the light come on? What happened? What prompted you to say, I need to get my car to the shop? Uh, the light came on. Uh, and it's saying that one of the um, detectors on the manifold was bad. Of course, I understand that isn't always the uh, problem. Are you replacing the sensor? Uh, so I took it to the shop, and they, of course, they replaced the fuel filter on each car, uh, and also uh, some uh, other things. But in the meantime, I had replaced the uh, several other things of my own. But the lights still coming on. Okay. And uh, but the car ran for a while, and then all of a sudden, within about a half hour, or so I smelled something like hot, smelly, burning, and then it backfires. Okay. Uh, well, and um, here's what here's what needs to happen. I'm, I'm just gonna cut you off, unfortunately, and just tell you this is a classic example of your car needs to be tested and followed through with the repair, and let the shop that does the testing. You know, they talk about diagnosis. Diagnosis is the culmination of a series of tests. Once you've had tests done, blood work x-rays, whatever, now you have a diagnosis 
after you've taken that data and combined it with your experience and verified a part is bad or something like that. So it sounds to me like you got a little bit of a mess. You let them work on it, and then you worked on it, and then we just started replacing parts. And for you and for everybody else out there, when you check a code or you pull into the auto parts store, Acme Auto Parts or whatever brand auto parts you want to check, and they say a free code check. And that's the EG. Oh, it's got a code for the EGR valve. There is no code that says replace the sensor on the manifold. There is no code that says you have a bad oxygen sensor. There is no code that says you're leaking fuel. The sensor or the system that's failing may not even be the system that's having the problem. You can have a lean fuel condition, and the oxygen sensor is going to set a code. So that a lot of people say, oh, it's the oxygen sensor. Well, you're just killing the messenger. The oxygen sensor is just telling you the story about what's happening in the exhaust stream. We see it all the time. People have got new oxygen sensors. they got all these new parts on, and they failed to fix the vacuum leak. That was causing the lean condition. They killed the messenger rather than fix the problem. Now, I can say in defense of maybe the shop and surprise that you went to, we're having a hard time getting computers. We cannot get a PCM for, I think, one of the ones. I wish Tim was here. 2004, or 6, or 8 Mustang or around that era. We went through a couple of them. We just could not get one that worked, even the rebuilt ones. So um, there are some, could be some parts issues. You're new in town. You need a relationship. Go check out Champs Family Automotive. They have a couple of shops, one of which is in Surprise, another one in Goodyear. But, um, you know, and then sometimes when you go in as the repair shop after somebody else has been working on the car, then it might cost a little bit more money because not only do we have to start from scratch, but we got to start by making sure that everything you did and everything that everybody else did is done right before we can go on with our analysis to come up with an accurate diagnosis for you. So, Mike, good luck with that. Um, again, it's just, and this is where the value of paying somebody the proper amount to get your car tested, diagnosed, have the relationship, understand what the risks are, and if it's a guess or it's a fix or if it's a, a guaranteed repair or this is just the first step in the process, there's a lot to discuss when that happens. So let's see. We'll go with uh, Charlie and Fountain Hills before our next break, but Charlie's got a 2019 Ram truck diesel. Charlie, how can we help you? Yes, sir, Matt. Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it, and I love your show. Thank you. Um, and quite frankly, Matt, about four years ago, you helped me with my 03 Tahoe that had a wiring harness problem uh, on the engine. Mm-hmm. You had it for a while, but you guys finally figured it out. I don't know if you remember. Oh, did we fix but, it at our uh, shop? You fixed it on the top, but I you kinda, had it for a couple of weeks. I kind of remember yes, that, did. Charlie. But, yeah, because you came back for some other mem- service work, too. Yeah. That That is correct. Remember, yeah. the wire came disconnected uh, underneath the plastic wrapping. Uh-huh. I mean, you couldn't... Yeah, that was crazy. But, hey, you're talking about forever fluid. And I, I've always had a question about this. I've got a fifth wheel. I have a boat with a trailer. And I always have to manage the bearings. Mm-hmm. No problem. Great. How come on my, my truck and all these cars, I never have to deal with the bearings um, on the wheels? Like, talk about forever fluid. It seems like you never have to change them or even manage it. Well, so I'm, I'm, I'm assuming your truck is a dually maybe? No, it's a 2500. No, 2500. So it's got 112,000 on it. Sure. Uh, that Tahoe I was talking about had 185 on it. Okay. But how do you never have to deal with bearings in well, cars? Well, and the times have shifted. The steel is better. Technology, we've got better steel, better bearings, better manufacturing processes. So on your on your Ram truck, you've probably got a front wheel hub assembly that is sealed and you can't it's not like the old school you know pick your 85 dodge or you know any kind of rear wheel drive car you when you did the brake job you always hand pack the bearings and replace the seal well these are these on the front are sealed and you don't need you really just don't need to mess with there's no maintenance and then when you have a problem you're going to get a growl or a groaning noise maybe uh depending on on which way you're going so that's the front bearings and they, they typically just don't need service the rear bearings they are lubricated by the rear differential oil 
So, uh-huh. yeah, so your rear, rear wheel bearings are out at the outer ends of the axle tube, and, um, and they just get, you know, as the car turns, there's, some, there's a little bit of fluid in the axle, in the tube itself, yeah, sure. and that just goes up to the ends, and it, and it gets on the bearings and does their job lubricating them. So there's typically no maintenance to do with them. You're just, you know, when they're bad, you fix them. You know, the, one of the things that people make some mistakes, they'll go put new wheel bearings in a truck or something like that, especially a dually, and they don't grease them properly, and then they just go drive away and they burn up. So if you're doing that, you know, we drive up on the curb and we get one side so that we rush all the oil down to that bearing, that brand new bearing, and, and get, or, and we grease it first too, and, and then we might do the same thing on the other side. So, and then you mentioned towing. You know, the rear differential fluid on a lot of cars and trucks, I would say, is probably one of the most neglected fluids. Just don't, people don't think about it. And then you go back your boat into the lake and it's hot and then it contracts and it wants to maybe suck some water in. So that's another example of depending on how you're using your truck, you can deviate from that, from the service manual and keep that fluid changed. And I always recommend a, a synthetic fluid. So we're going to take a quick break. It looks like I've got a, couple text messages to answer and we've got some open lines at 602-277-5827 and to text it's 411-923 we'll be right back relationships matter people do business with people they know and trust in these crazy times it's even more important that you can count on folks you know and can depend on to do your automotive repair maintenance the right way someone who has a proven track record and stands behind their work People that will work with you to make sure your vehicles are going to remain on the road safely and efficiently for you and your family or business. No mysteries, just honest professional care. We're Accurate Automotive, friends serving friends since 1994. Check us out at com. Old-fashioned service with all the latest in modern technology. It's not a dream. It's what they do at Import Car Specialists. Conveniently located in the Biltmore area, right off the 51 at Indian School. The expert team at Import Car Specialists look forward to solving all of your import service needs. So bring in your classics, that old Triumph, Alfa Romeo, or maybe your new BMW, Mercedes, or Audi. They can take care of all of it for you. Check them out today at ImportCarSpecialists.com. Did you buy a lemon? If you've had repairs under warranty, your vehicle may qualify as a lemon under the Arizona Lemon Law. Don't let them give you the runaround. You're not on your own. The law is on your side, and so am I. Hi, this is Henry with Hammer Law, Arizona's lemon law firm. Enforce your rights under the Arizona Lemon Law. Call Henry and drop the hammer. Call 480-480-1014 or check us out at HammerLemonLaw.com. That's HammerLemonLaw.com. Fall's finally here and Bunker to Bunker celebrating with their Turkey Gobbler two-person scramble golf tournament on Saturday, November 18th at the Victory Golf Course at the Verado Golf Club with proceeds benefiting the Society of St. Vincent de Paul of Arizona. Open to the public, it's good fun and a great value with breakfast, golf, competition holds, team prizes, their big raffle and a bounce-back golf coupon all for just $139. Space is limited, so sign up today. For info and registration, go to BunkerGolf.com. Welcome back to Bumper to Bumper. Man, I must want to get, like, go to sleep there, Carrie, with that music selection. It was a little... <laughs> I love a little Brian Adams. Be, I don't mind the Brian Adams. <laughs> I want something to get, get this show going. Got to have some variety. You know, it's just the end of the show. It means, you know, we sure. got to be jacked okay. up when we leave here. I got stuff to do today. Tremendous. <laughs> so, welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. Um, let's see. I'm going to answer a couple of text, text message questions first. First, to say that five times fast, see how it works out for you. Um, 2005 Toyota Sequoia replaced the power steering hose, which is a high-pressure hose. I thought I purged the system, and now it binds a little bit while turning. Um, a couple things on that. You, 
whoever that is that's working on your sequoia, take a look at the power steering fluid reservoir and see if it looks foamy. See if it looks like it's got a head of foam on it like a Guinness or a beer. If there's a lot of air in there, you need to get that air out by just slowly going full lock left, slowly going full lock right, and hopefully you can you can get that aerated fluid and, and work any of the bubbles out. The other thing that could be happening um, I don't know how many miles are on that, but the power steering fluid reservoir may have a filter in it. It may have a screen in the bottom. It may be worth looking. You know, you do some do some Google diagnosis. It's worth doing to take a look. I know some people will just take and just stab a screwdriver through that screen, which is not a good idea. It may be restricted with debris. Um, so take a look at that. It may be worth taking the power steering fluid reservoir off the car, emptying it out. See if there's any debris in there, or maybe you can take your turkey baster out of the kitchen and uh, suck a bunch of fluid out and see if it's full of debris, or even go look at a brand new part maybe and see if it's got that screen in it. So you could just be something you've done everything right, you just missed a bad potentially. Uh, um, you might have the pump starving for fluid as a result of uh, of that filter being plugged up if it's got one in the reservoir. So that hopefully helps you with your Sequoia. Um, somebody wants to know what the older vehicle program that we talked about, the gentleman that had the Audi talked about the uh, VVR program. That's a state program, and I forget the acronyms of that, but it's a vehicle emissions repair program. And if you fail the emissions tests, um, they have some money set aside, certain qualifications, so that you can go in and go to a repair shop and they will pay. You have to pay first. You have to agree to pay for the diagnosis. You got to have some skin in the game and then they'll pay up to $900 to repair the shop, repair the car. It can only be done at certain shops that are, that are on uh, the state list. Some people choose not to do it. I've chosen not to participate in it um, at my shops for various reasons, but I think it's a good program. Um, Rich and Goodyear, 2018 F-150. Let me get my mouse over here to the green button. And, Rich, you are on Bumper to Bumper Radio. How can we help you today? Yeah, good morning. I've got a question. Uh, in June of this year, um, I had a uh, – my check engine light came on, and they replaced a, uh, uh, a Bank 2 sensor 1. Okay, so and upstream uh, oxygen and, sensor. Yeah, and that sort of uh, took care of the problem. Mm -hmm. uh, but intermittently, my check engine light will come on again. I did stop by uh, an auto supply place, and they checked it, and they told me, again, it was a sensor related to the catalytic converter. Mm -hmm. uh, but it only it only stays on for maybe a day or two days, mm -hmm. and then it'll go off for two or three months. Okay. And when it goes on, by the time I get to the repair shop, it goes off, and they tell me they can't check it because the check engine light is none. Yeah, yeah, and there's some truth to that. I mean, if if the code is set, you know, it's it's left some some evidence behind the 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 crooked little bad running guy left his fingerprints behind. So. You know, there's certain code setting criteria, and that's the most important thing that people need to look at when they have a code is what is the criteria that has to be met to set the code? And then depending on the on the vehicle and the scan tool, then we can get freeze frame data of when that code was set. Um, we know what the throttle position was. We know what the engine load was. We know how many minutes the engine had been running. Um, so... You could do some guessing, but I would tend to agree with the shop. I might take a back-off approach to this. Um, you don't want to ignore the light, but if you know what it is and it's intermittent and it occasionally happens, I would opt to possibly, as long as you're, you know, it's in 2018, you're taking good care of the truck. If you can get it to happen more frequently, absent knowing exactly what the code was, you could have another sensor going bad. Uh, you could have a catalytic converter, depending on which which sensor it is. You know, there's a upstream that monitors what the engine's doing, and then there's a downstream after the catalytic converter that's monitoring the efficiency of the catalytic converter. So, we don't want to just go throwing parts at the car. Um, so, I'm glad you're you know you're kind of taking that approach to it. But I, I 
Rich, if you're okay with it, I'm probably okay with it, that you know what the problem is, you know the area of concern. It is not going to be a breakdown issue. The only problem by, quote, ignoring it, I'll say, is that if another problem comes up, you don't know it because the light doesn't change colors or say, hey, man, there's two codes in here instead of, you know, one or anything like that. So... So um, I, I guess I'd, I'd tend to drive it around a little bit, and then maybe next time it, it comes on, get it by the shop and, and let them have it and take a look at it and, uh, and, and see what they come up with. Sound like a plan? Okay, great. Yeah, yeah perfect. Right, I, appreciate, I appreciate your feedback. All right, fantastic. And yeah, so, you know, it's okay. I think we did a show one time, and maybe we'll have to do that again, is when is it okay to ignore the light? And it's never really okay, but it's okay if you have some information to support, I'm not going to fix this problem. You know, um, one thing to know in that the check engine light comes on that was born of emissions regulations. We've got to keep the environment clean. We've got to keep the big brown cloud out or, you know, when you see come sometimes driving down the 51 over the city. So when the mandated by the federal government, when the check engine light comes on, that's because the computer system or the emissions control system, which everything is computerized now, has detected a malfunction in a system that can affect emissions control. You can have a transmission failure and have an issue with the transmission, it will turn on the check engine light, but because maybe it doesn't shift into the highest gear when it should or whatever, it's going to turn on the check engine light because it's going to change the fuel consumption, which therefore changes what's coming out the tailpipe. So that check engine light can, on, can go on for a lot of reasons. So don't always, don't want to ignore it, but sometimes it's okay to, to, um, Delay the repair or monitor. Uh, another question here is $550, a reasonable amount to replace the valve cover gaskets on a 72 Chevy 350. Probably. I mean, it just depends. I mean, what's going over it? Is it a stock? I mean, you know, 72, gosh, I'd be wondering if those things are ever going to seal up. Um, you know, they've probably been replaced a hundred times and you got to really be careful. And, you know, when we take off an older valve cover gasket, we've got it over there on the vise. We've got a ball peen hammer, you know, or maybe straightening out the metal. Um, you know, in 72, this thing's probably leaked after just being a year too old anyway. So, so you probably can't expect that to, to, uh, to stay leak-free forever, but uh, I think it sounds reasonable. Real quick, going to be out of the country for 18 months. The car will be parked in my garage. I would fill it with fuel, about three-quarters, get some stable fuel stabilizer, and put it in there. If you're going to have somebody drive it, they mentioned I might have somebody drive it while they're out of town, don't have them go around the block. Have them drive it long enough where hot air is blowing out the vents to the point where the engine is fully warmed up. Other than that, starting the car and letting it run for a few minutes is not going to do it any good. It, as a matter of fact, it can be detrimental. You don't want to do that. So good luck with that and enjoy your time out of the country. Everybody else, thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the weather and go D-backs.